0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. This is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law via the Believe Podcast Network. Today is Memorial Day, so happy Memorial Day, and uh, thank you to all the men and women out there for your service, and uh, appreciate being with you, and uh, appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, God bless you and your families, and hope that uh, you have a great day. And um, you know, again, today's Memorial Day, as we sort of think back and reflect, uh, you know, about uh, our healthcare professionals, about uh, those in the military. Um, you know, truly, at this point, just feeling blessed and thankful to uh, be able to uh, to meet with you guys today, and um, and ultimately to be able to share uh, this message with you. And um, you know, hope that uh, again that you enjoy the day. So again, I'm your host Jeremy Evans. This is Believe in Sports Law, and uh, today is Monday, May twenty fifth, two thousand twenty. And our topic today is all about the reopening of the American economy, specifically in the area of production and production in the entertainment, media, and sports realm. So we're going to be digging in a little bit to how some of this production is going to be played out. What are some of the rules and regulations that are being put forward? Uh, What this means for um, people, consumers, workers, employees, and companies? Uh, And then maybe even looking at the psychological uh, and even some of the philosophical things that are going on uh, with regard to production and how things are playing out in certain states versus not in others. And it is a very interesting time we live in in general, but I think uh, this COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted some of those uh, things. And so I think what we'll do today is we're gonna start off with sort of talking about uh, health and safety, and we'll talk about some of the national, state, county, and city guidelines that have been put out there. And then we're going to talk about sort of people from the standpoint of freedom and confidence and fear and how those things play together. And then we'll close with sort of looking at the policies and procedures being put forward by companies and how uh, the reality of it is, is that all three play a part, right? The government plays a part, people play a part, uh, and companies play a part in terms of reopening the American economy, what it looks like specifically in terms of production. And why we're focusing on production uh, is, is really because it comes down to the fact that when you're talking about distribution of content, whether it be you know entertainment, television, film, or where you're talking about sports, uh, something has to be produced, right? It has to be recorded. You need people to do that. You need camera equipment. You need uh, you know all the things to do to produce uh, a television show a sporting event, uh, a film, whatever it might be. And so obviously this is a huge part of the American economy. It's also a huge part of the world economy. And uh, even industries that are not necessarily in the entertainment, media, sports realm are still affected by production because maybe they need to do advertising. Whatever it might be, there's always going to be a need for uh, you know, filmed entertainment, filmed entertainment and sports. And so we're going to be focusing on those things today. I hope you enjoy the show. And uh, so we'll sort of start off with some of the national, state, uh, county, and city guidelines. Well, of course, we all know the CDC has put out uh, national guidelines. The president has talked about this. This is really what most states, if not all states, are are essentially following, the three-step plan, right? Uh, This is well known. You can easily search this. Uh, It's out there uh, clearly to look at those. Individual states have done different things. Uh, You know, for example, last week talked about how, you know, 45 of the 50 states, uh, in in an article I wrote, I talked about 45 of the 50 states uh, in the union were essentially um, open in the sense that uh, they had far less sort of strict policies. Some of these restaurants were opening, um, parks were opening, things like this, and of course social distancing and. And mask and other things were still being required, but um, you know, clearly things are opening up. You know, I recently ate at a restaurant. Um, you know, and uh, you know things are opening, and you're you're sort of seeing that happen. And you're seeing, for example, the governor of California today was announcing um, the uh, production guidelines for California and what that would look like. Obviously, a huge part of the economy here in California being the fifth largest economy in the world. So there's a lot happening, right? Uh, so again, from the from the top down, you've got the national CDC guidelines, you've got the state sort of guidelines and what the governors doing, governors are doing. And then on an individual level with the counties, you know, whether it be Orange County, Los Angeles County, or whatever county uh, where you're at in your state and, or province, I guess, if you're you know listening internationally, but it's sort of, uh, each of these things play together. And of course, you know, cities have their own guidelines. For example, it's more likely that production in L.A. County will open up later than, let's say, Orange County or San Diego County. Now, a lot of that is based on population. Some of that is based on politics. Uh, there was It was sort of interesting. I saw a meme le- uh, recently where I was talking about the different policies and um, the different things going on in certain states or certain counties or certain cities uh, based on party affiliation. It's it's just, it's very fascinating. It's very interesting. And uh, we'll sort of see how that all plays out. Uh, But, you know, ultimately, I think we're starting to see things uh, move forward with the economy. Uh, We're starting to see production being opened. And then, of course, um, we'll sort of see how this plays again. Um, But from that top level, we sort of have all these sort of policies going on and um and that plays well with uh uh, sort of or plays with in terms of how people are going to respond to this and of course what individual companies or leagues are doing so you know i guess sort of switching gears and then looking at um from the sort of people standpoint the consumer standpoint the employee standpoint you know a lot of times you know we've sort of we're seeing companies institute policies because their employees don't feel safe, right? And so they'll, you know, that now this sort of idea of working from home is is gonna become, uh, people are predicting, is gonna become uh, a lot more prevalent. And I I highly support that. I mean, I think that ultimately, if you can show productivity working from home, I think we're gonna see a lot of that going on. And we're gonna see a lot more uh, virtual meetings, just by nature of the fact that it's more efficient a lot of the times. And technology will grow in that space. But there is a huge sort of thing here when you're talking about sort of psychologically um there is just some people who don't feel confident in leaving their homes. they don't feel confident in reopening the economy and uh then there's uh, another part of the population that wants to see the freedom they wants to see they want to see people sort of go out and that's not necessarily uh it's potentially and 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 I think has been demonstrated to be a uh political thing. But I think it's also, uh, I think just different strokes for different folks, right? You know, you have, um, you know, some people who sort of uh, are just less fearful in, in some ways and are more willing to travel, more willing to do different things. And of course, you make arguments on that. You know, some people would say, well, that's, you know, stupidity to be traveling or whatever it might be. But, you know, ultimately, I think people have their own levels of protection, their own levels of you know, uh, confidence, or own level of sort of what they're comfortable with in terms of fear. But the point here is that uh, it it's sort of these three things play together when you're talking about the health and safety policies and rules and regulations that are sort of uh, being handed down by governments and government authorities. And then you've also got people who sort of play in that space, right? And they have to live there and they have to abide by these rules. And so we're sort of seeing how that all plays out. And I think ultimately, regardless of when production begins, there's going to be some people who feel more comfortable doing it or don't. And uh, there's going to be a, an interesting you know, argument and interesting debates going on there. And so folks, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back in a quick 30-second spot. All right, folks, we are back. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. And then I think really the, the last piece is sort of looking at uh, policies and procedures from the company and or league or studio standpoint. And uh, this is a fascinating thing because uh, this is where I feel a lot of the work is going to be getting done. Because at the end of the day, governments can give out guidelines, right? You have to follow them, but they're not in business. Unless it's a, you know, a public-private partnership or something like that. For the most part, it's the private companies um, that are gonna be instituting these policies and procedures and giving them to working, them, uh, working with them uh, for their employees. And so in that sense, uh, I think this is where the most significant effect is going to have. And this is where I think American ingenuity can really come into play. And I think will come into play because ultimately this is where you're gonna make presentations to your employees and to the higher ups and to the executives in a company, about how does production continue? Where does it continue? What does it look like? Uh, you know, for example, the uh, the match tournament uh, yesterday on Sunday with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and and uh, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. I mean, you can clearly look at the work that was put into that. You know, they had the dividers between the announcers. You know, they had. The sort of social distancing, um, you know, high fives, right? And they had uh, commentators, you know, calling in remotely, and of course you had um, you had the famous sort of uh, TNT announcer Ernie, uh, Ernie Johnson, who you know called in from home and didn't feel comfortable leaving because obviously because of his son, a uh, very sad situation there. But again, uh, you can it's very interesting to see how these things play together, but uh. It was the policies and procedures, you know, brought down by TNT and their production about how this played out and what it looked like, and that was the first, uh, really, the first sport that we've seen come back live. You know, obviously we've had NASCAR with people in cars, we've had the UFC. Um, this is the first time we've seen multiple people in a uh, in a sort of a space uh, going through uh, and not being in a vehicle. Um, And not being in a ring, but being on a golf course where we've seen people come together. So again, I think it's the companies that are going to have the most profound effect on uh, production here. And uh, it it is just a fascinating thing to see. And of course, the NBA is talking about resuming basketball in late July at the uh, Disney complex in Orlando, which of course uh, ESPN is owned by Disney. And uh, some of the huge television contracts that occur there with Disney. But there's all kinds of rules being put into play, and you know you know ultimately would it be one hotel that these teams play at? would it be a tournament style? would they use it as spring training, so to speak, in the basketball context of course, and sort of how does how would it play out? It would be no fans you know would the staff be there? what would it all look like? but ultimately, you have states like Florida and Texas that are really opening this up, and of course we've now since uh Florida and um Texas and other states have uh, been more willing to open. We now have California and uh, the New York governors coming out and, you know, basically saying that uh, that their states are now open to sports and they're going to make exceptions and this sort of thing. And it's really sort of interesting from a force majeure standpoint about how some of these events might be canceled in the future. And, you know, what happens if there's a second wave or whatever it might be. And I, Again, I think some politics does play into that because from the sort of presidential level, we've sort of, I think the president's made it clear that uh, there will not be a second shutdown of the economy because uh, the economy and the people and companies will uh, ideally be more prepared, right? We'll know more about uh, COVID-19. Then you've also got other people on the other side of the spectrum that are sort of like, no, we're going to shut down or whatever it might be. I mean, I think at the end of the day, everybody wants a good economy, and everybody wants to see things sort of resume. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely an, an optimistic person, and and sort of hope that this is not what people are referring to as the new normal. In some sense, I sort of refuse to accept that. Um, I'm a very positive person in that way, and, and really want to hope for the best, and and, uh, and and you know, fight for the best, right? And fight for opportunities. and and, and what a day to remember that on Memorial Day, right? So it it is interesting what the NBA is doing. I think um, it'll be interesting how all sports do this. I think in some sense with the five major unionized sports and team sports, whether it be Major League Soccer, the NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, some of these folks are going to be following each other. They're going to be guiding each other. They're going to be talking, having these conversations, figuring out what's next, how do we do this, what has this league done? What has this person done? And I think ultimately seeing people step out, step out of fear, and step out uh, and into the economy, I think is is very encouraging. And, it, and for me personally, it's very great to see. So that's what the NBA is doing. Uh, Georgia, the state of Georgia, has just released some protocols for film and television during COVID nineteen. Uh, there's a huge uh, packet that and guide that they released. I think that's going to be used by uh, uh, I'm sure by other states uh and again sort of how these things are going to be played out. I think overall it's probably a pretty positive thing, you know. I mean, maybe some of our policies and procedures need to be updated anyway, right? Um and I, and I think clearly we can be more prepared um you know going forward. So, we'll see what the governor comes up with, the governor of California when they he has his uh, news conference uh today on Monday talking about Uh, some of the California's guidelines and how certain things will be opened up in certain uh, counties, and certain cities. And of course, you're going to have the county supervisors and the uh, city mayors sort of looking at different things, too. But uh, we clearly have a movement here with regard to uh, production opening up in sports and entertainment. Um, We have certain leagues and certain companies showing guidelines of how that's going to be done. And I think that that's very encouraging. Uh, so I, I definitely, uh, there was a great article in the Hollywood Reporter that talked about this today. I encourage you to check some of that out. Uh, there was a few articles actually in the Hollywood Reporter today about this. So I would definitely keep some of this stuff in mind. And, um, you know, again, it, it's going to be fascinating going forward and and to see how these things play out. But uh, it is encouraging to see uh, production um, starting to open up some of these folks to get their jobs back and, and get the economy moving again. So that's the show for today, folks. This was episode 21 on season two. I'm your host, Jeremy Evans, on Believe in Sports Law. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, being with you uh, next week. Hope you have a great week. And um, look forward to being with you soon. Thank you so much.